0: You find me unattractive. All right. It is my father's fault that you find me unattractive. Um, I I thought I most recently had a pretty genuine connection with this guy, um, and and we were going steady for a while. But but this weekend I, I had to I had to take him aside and I had to say, hey, I I just don't know if this is going to work out. You know, you're a minor. I'm 22. It just it really doesn't look good for me. And, and, and he was like, babe, 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 babe. <laughs> Can't we talk about this? can we go talk about this in the Brasito Park playground? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll do, I'll do, my, my roommate's here tonight. Thank you for being here. I really, this mic is very lovely. I love it. It's very
1: intimate. Um, I'll do one last bit.
0: Um, I really, I really hate going through airport security because I feel like the TSA agent is always there.
2: Too. They're like, no
0: fluid ounces.
3: radio, make some noise. We're gonna get the Friday night open mic started. Before we do, let's give a big round of applause for your board operator tonight, Scotto. He'll be here all night, completely sober, doing his job as planned. We have some great comedians going on. I'll be your host, my name is Anthony Mitchell. We're gonna get started with our first comedian tonight. Give a big round of applause to Newman!
4: Yeah, what's up guys? I have no last name whatsoever. Like, that's just who I am. Yeah, I gotta, what's up guys? Um, I'm a big fan of rap music. Yeah, and I like, I like rap music, but there's like a lot of fighting between people who like old rap and people who like new rap. Like, I saw this post recently that was like, I hate how the new generation doesn't respect Tupac. Which I think is super weird, because the old generation killed Tupac. So yeah, that's not good. I um, I don't know if you guys know this, but they made this movie about Gandhi in the 90s. And I'm glad they made this movie in the 90s. Because I don't think there's a lot of Indian actors today that could pull off Gandhi. Like Dev Patel is too hot. And I'm not ready for Aziz Ansari to be Gandhi. Like that seems... (laughs) Like a bit much. I am glad like there's like more representation movies nowadays, but I'm realizing like that's a uniquely American thing. Like I was watching an Indian movie recently, and there's this part where these where these guys they have to meet a guy named Juan who's from Mexico, and Juan is just another Indian dude in a sombrero and Mexican soccer jersey. And I don't know, man. I feel like that would be like if the new Black Panther was just Brad Pitt in a durag, like that would be insane. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be honest. Like as an Indian person, like Kumar from like the Harold and Kumar movies, means a lot more to me than Kamala Harris. Like that's, yeah. Um, i I um in high school they made us watch this TV show Intervention. Did you are you guys familiar with Intervention? It's about it's about people who get addicted and then we just put a camera on them. Like that's how that's what we do. Yeah, and I I was watching Intervention and they they. Intervention has this weird definition for addiction, where it's like an addiction is technically defined as when you do something so much you can't function normally anymore, which I don't think is real. I think an addiction should be described as when you do something so much, it becomes the most interesting thing about you. Like if you're at parties and you're being introduced like, hey, this is my friend, uh, the ketamine guy, (laughs) then yeah, you need help, you know? (laughs) But if you're being introduced like, hey, this is my friend, uh, the ketamine guy, but he also plays piano, like, you're good. I think you're fine. There you go. I I get asked this question a lot, would I date someone taller than me? And I would, but like, I'm 5'10", so most women taller than me usually play women's basketball. And women who play women's basketball typically don't date men. Okay. (laughs) all right um i work with kids and i like working with kids but sometimes they'll come up to me and be like i want to be an astronaut when i grow up and i gotta be like look you're gonna be fighting the water wars when you grow up like that's what you're gonna be okay working on it um i don't know where i'm at mentally but um i've been seeing like suicide as like a last resort You know, like I it's not something I've been planning to do, but it's something like if I if I like if my car gets stolen, I I can be like, you know, what? at least I can kill myself. You know, that's that's okay. That might be too real. That's fine. All right. Um, Let's see. I um I can vote in 2016, but if I could, I don't think I'd vote for Hillary Clinton. Not because we're politics, it's just like I used to wear customer service jobs, and any woman who looks like Hillary Clinton usually yelled at me, you know, so it's not. Okay. I think I think I'ma end it there. Thank you guys. Bye. Give it up for Newman Shake.
3: Yay! Uh, your next comedians, very, very funny. Give it up for Chow Yu Twan.
5: How's it going, Mutiny Radio? People ask me if I do stand-up because I like to be funny. And I'm like, (laughs) no, 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 no. You got it all wrong. I don't like to be funny. This is just the way I am. I'm just born this way with the sense of, you know, tendency to complain. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, there are so many, there's just so much, so many things to be angry about in this world, right? And I w- my therapist told me that it's not acceptable to just let all that anger out on my family or my coworkers. And so here I am at the only acceptable place where I can just stand here and whine. You know, life is hard as a, as a woman. You know, we're paid 70 cents to a dollar that men's making. And that's not even accounting for all the work that we do, like, behind the scenes that is, like, not recognized at all. And that's, like, in everything, everywhere you go. Like, even here, even right now at a comedy show, right, you'll have people come in here and all the men are, like, laughing their head off while the women are doing that and trying not to pee. Yeah, it's like they came in here and they thought they were for a comedy show and turns out it's a surprise pelvic test. I hope everyone's passing that right now. Yeah. Uh, Women, you know, it's hard, but I want to recognize that, you know, men have their own struggles as well, okay? Because from where I see, a lot of men are just constantly, constantly struggling with why their girlfriends are mad at them. I'm like how can you be so clueless about your own relationship? I never understood that until I got a girlfriend myself. I'm like women <laughs> women are <sighs> complicated. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, I, l- don't get me don't get me wrong, you know there are pros and cons to everything. There are pros and cons to dating a women as well. You know, on my pro list I have no unexpected pregnancies, real orgasms, such a benefit to having sex, yes, uh, and your cycle sync after a while, after you live together for a while. Now, on my con list is your cycle sync after a while. You know, it's cool, but it's not fun. Uh, I, ever since I discovered my lesbianism I uh, m- you know my life just makes so much more sense now you know I uh, I used to think I just have a weird taste in men you know I look at all my ex-boyfriends and they're all like kind of short have small face really nice skin and I was always always on top They're just butches with a penis, guys. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You know what they remind me of? They remind me of um, Korean boy bands. Are you, do you guys know? These like Asian guys in a, like seven or so. They put them together, put them on stage to sing with like a pound of foundation on their face. Like I'm serious. Every I every single one of them have done more facials than I've ever shaved my leg. Yeah, that's that's like the image of people I've dated, and then and then you look at those boy bands, and then you look at their fangirls, and you're like, "You guys think you are straight? Girl, you got a lesson or two to learn. I still got time. <laughs> One minute, okay. Uh, more something else about me. I, I'm an immigrant. Okay. Um, anyone else here also an immigrant? One okay sure. Uh, let me tell you, uh, it, it, you know, life is hard as an immigrant. When I first came to the U.S., you know, uh, there are a lot of things that didn't make sense. One of them is just how things are named. Because when you go into Starbucks, tall is the smallest size, and when you go to USPS, first class is the slowest service. And you know what is most confusing to me? The most confusing thing was when I was bra sizes which obviously this room knows a lot about. If you go to, okay, next time you go to Victoria's Secret, go check out the drawers, okay? They got A cup, B cup, C D, 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 D. and it just keeps going. I'm like, what is going on with your alphabet, guys? Like, whoever came up with the system is like, four letters. We can only (laughs) handle four letters. You're like, why don't we go to XD, like for extra large or something? They're like four. I cannot handle more. Just four. I can only two, four letters. Eventually, I just I just made sense to myself. You know, I'm like, you know what, you know what? The Americans are so environmentally friendly. They gotta recycle the letters. You know, Let's keep the D going. Keep it going. All right. My name is Chao Yuton. Thank you very much. <laughs>
3: Your next comedian, make some big noise. He's very funny. Give it up for Anthony Mitchell. Thank you. Chow, were you calling all of us fat in that last one? You said this room knows a lot about bras, and I'm taking a look at the audience. I think that was a fat joke against most of us. Uh, my name is Anthony Mitchell. I just became a tour guide in San Francisco. It's very exciting. Thank you for the woo. Uh, it's been fun just learning about San Francisco. Uh, my favor- or One of the most inter- interesting things that I just learned is just a few decades ago, one of the mayors, George Moscone, was assassinated by one of the police officers, which is crazy to think that like back in the day, the San Francisco police actually used to do things. It's like, whoa, uh, let's bring that back, right? The last American politician to be assassinated was 2015. That's too long, okay? Mayors, governors, PTA board members, I don't care. Skip impeachment, skip the voting booth, let's go straight to the classics, like George Wilkes Booth. Perfect. Uh, it's been very fun learning about like the different Neighborhoods in San Francisco, Uh, if you didn't know, it's called, like, there's neighborhoods like Russian Hill. It's called Russian Hill because after the Spanish conquered California, Russians caught wind of it, came here, tried to take it from the Spanish. They got slaughtered and buried on Russian Hill. Then there's neighborhoods like Cow Cow Hollow, Uh, that's just where all the fat chicks live. Then there's the Tenderloin, that's where all the ugly dudes live. Sorry, it's not politically correct. That's where all the transgenders live.
2: There.
3: Uh, We have North Beach. Uh, It actually used to be originally be called Little Italy because there was a large population of short Italian men there. But then all the short Italians moved out. Uh, The people that lived there smoked a ton of crack and called it North Beach, which makes no sense. There's no beaches and it's not even the northernmost part of San Francisco. Japantown. No one knows why it's called Japantown. That's a mystery. Uh, Does anyone else live in San Francisco? All right, where do you live? Sunset. Okay, sunset. It's called sunset. Uh, Primarily college students and people with families. And if you're in San Francisco in either of those, it really makes you want to kill yourself. Uh, And that's your final sunset. Uh, Who else lives in San Francisco? Where do you live? Dog patch. That's because... Uh, obviously, that's where all the uh, animals want to get off nicotine, so it's the the patch. Uh, who else lives in San Francisco? Woo, in the back? Where? Uh, did I hear the SOMA district? Great. Uh, most people think it stands for South of Market, but it actually, SOMA is short for so many crackheads, so that's really fun. Uh, One thing that like every like, you know becoming a tour guide I really thought I was gonna talk about the music and the culture and the comedy that came out of San Francisco But the main question that every single tourist asked me They asked me and they go Why is it this person was from Scotland? Why is it everyone from San Francisco is on drugs and doing gay sex? Uh, Because they're both amazing They're so much fun. If you're savvy enough, you can get paid for having gay sex and use that money for drugs, okay? Like, this is my recommendation as a tour guide. If you're not from here, before you leave here this weekend, go out and try those two things. All right. I'll talk about one more thing, then I'll get out of here. Uh, did you guys hear about the shooting that happened earlier this week? No? Not, I'm not the one that happened today in Mississippi or the one that happened today in Los Angeles. I mean the one at, like, Michigan State on Monday. And it's only significant to me because, like, I was watching cable news when it happened, and it was really hard to digest cable news and talking about school shooting, because it's like reporter comes out, breaking news. A shooting just happened on the Michigan State School campus. Uh, little is known at this time, but we have to go to a commercial break, and we'll come back with more after the break. Whopper, 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 junior double, triple whopper, flame grill, taste with perfect toppers, I rule this day. Lettuce, mayo, pickle, ketchup, it's okay if I don't want that, no, 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 any whopper my way. Uh, Five students have been killed, and the shooter killed himself. I don't know about you guys, I went to college. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign came and performed, and I thought that was a blast. Not as much as these guys at Michigan State. All right, that's been my time. Give it up for your next comedian. He's very funny. Give it up Devondre Coleman.
1: I don't got no transgender jokes or Whopper jokes, so sorry in advance. Oh, yeah, I recently got laid off. Yeah, so I had to make a decision. I could either stop seeing my therapist or stop seeing my barber. I'd rather lose my mind than lose my waves. But yeah, black people do need to take mental health more seriously. There's no black people here, but I'm gonna continue. Black people need to take mental health more serious because mental health is a joke in the hood until somebody goes manic. Got a homie named Quindarius. He had an episode recently where he thought the re- the Russian government was after him. I was like, "Relax, Quindarius. The Russian government isn't after you. Russian government can't even pronounce your name." Oh, yeah, I'm getting old, and the older I get, the more I realize I'm becoming less athletic mentally. Like I hate playing catch with my nephew because I don't want to find out I'm not mentally prepared to find out that a six year old can throw a football further than me. Every time I play catch with my nephew and he throws the ball to me, I just walk it back to him. I'm getting lazy, so lazy I no longer have athletic aspirations. Can't remember the last time I ran or jumped in a dream. I, uh. I'm not really depressed, but I do think about suicide all the time. I think about suicide the same way I think about going on vacation. Like I would, but where would I go? I'm afraid to do it because maybe I'll miss out on something that happens tomorrow. The biggest thing stopping me from doing is that I want to go with my friends and our schedules never really line up other jokes. uh, I don't really like being single. Being single sucks because it's more opportunities for you to be robbed. I lost six hoodies last year. I didn't even have sex six times. That means one of those persons was efficient. So to counteract this, I just started stealing back. It doesn't even matter what the item is. I just steal whatever you left over here. Don't text me talking about, oh, I think I lost something. These are my glasses now. What other jokes did I write? Shit, I got somewhere to be. Thank you for your time.
3: Devontre Coleman, have fun at your other thing. Your next comedian's very funny. Give it up for Riley, Shenyang.
0: Hey, team, how's it going? All right, I guess it's going shitty. Uh, <laughs> sick. That was a fucking depressing crowd, guys. Shit. No loss for fucking anyone. God. It's lovely to know that Anthony's learning about San Francisco in Oakland, because holy fuck, <laughs> you have no idea where you're going. Huh? Um, So this is the, I'm going to tell you guys a story about the time I fell off a ledge, so get into it. Uh, I'm from San Francisco, and uh, instead of touring and exploring San Francisco, we would go to kegs in a dog park because we thought that was the most logical thing to do. Uh, this is also correlating at the same time of doing my—I used to do Edward Forty Hands all the time. You guys know what Edward Forty Hands is? When you subject one of your friends to tape alcohol into your hands, and then you're forced to just deal with it the whole night. <laughs> Hell yeah, depressing crowd. Let's get into it. Uh, this was also at the same time uh, a boy told me that he liked me. So apparently, that meant I was in a relationship in my head with him. So I'm talking to him with 240s on my hands like this. And all of a sudden, all I hear is, the cops are here. I'm like, what? I turn back, and there were more cops back there than there were on January 16th. Like, this shit was insane. There was so many, if anybody knows about January 16th, that's when uh, people raided uh, it, the Capitol. But that's um, whatever. <laughs> no one knows their facts here, but it's cool. Uh, so basically, he goes, you got to get rid of the 40s. Get rid of the 40s. I'm like, oh, shit. Logic. Um, so in front of him, I went, got you. Smashed both the 40s together. Like, just went, poof, and then went, Okay, like, wha- wha- like, where do we go? Like, I had so much blood coming from my hands, it looked like Jesus Christ on the cross, <laughs> like, just dripping down. I was like, oh, he thinks this is hot. Uh, oh, so he's like, follow me. I'm like, okay. My friends are like, why are you following? Like, fo- like, come with us. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, he told me I was pretty. So, like, following him, he's like, okay, do you trust me? I'm like, I don't even know your last name. I trust you my whole life. Um... He's like, okay, like, one, two, three, jump, and we jumped off a a 20-foot ledge. I willingly jumped off a 20-foot ledge with a guy that I don't even remember now. Like, I don't remember his name now. Um, So I uh, stuck the landing, surprisingly, or my feet did, and out of nowhere, I'm like, whoa, my leg's, like, super damp. Like, why is my leg hella wet? weird. I'm like, did I piss my pants out of being scared? Uh. Um, I looked down and a stick was gashed in. So not only am I bleeding from the hands, I'm bleeding from my leg. I'm also, I forgot to say I was on my period, so that didn't help either. I was just losing blood willy-nilly. Um. <laughs> so uh, the guy disappears. I take one step and out of nowhere, someone puts their hand like that on my face. And I was like, is happening all I hear is you don't have to run I'm like oh okay like cool and then out of nowhere he throws me over his shoulder like it was like a sack of potatoes I remember the noise that I made though I was like oh he takes three large steps he goes like and then goes oh, you got it from here and I'm like oh my god <laughs> I didn't even get asked to pick picked up Also, the exhale was not needed, fucker. Goddamn. And to this day, I still don't know who did that. It might have been the love of my life. Uh, So we're running. The cops are still behind us. It's better than January 16th. Uh, Out of nowhere, my friend goes, "Ah, we need to, like, wrap your wounds. I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely we need to wrap our wounds. Like, yes. She runs up to a kid, rips his shirt off his body, like, I, I watched this in real time. I was like, I didn't know you were that fucking strong, dude. What the fuck? Um, she goes, okay, we also need to disinfect it. I'm like, yes, we do. Yes, we do. That's logical. She goes, I got really expensive vodka. I got Sky Vodka. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Sky Vodka, like, retails at, like, $10.99. Uh, last time I checked, it's not too fancy. So she pours it on all of my wounds, except my vagina, of course. And... Um, <laughs> And yeah, that's how I fell off a ledge. Uh, what else? Wh- uh, what else can we talk about? I work at I work at Zeitgeist. If you guys know that bar in the Mission, no one fucking thinks that I work there because it's like a biker bar full of tattooed meatheads. And then there's me in a fucking yellow cardigan just sitting there, like, can I see your ID? <laughs> But the other day, I like my voice was kind of lost. Uh, the other day, a homeless man was like, hi, how are you? And I was like, hi, like, I'm good, Like have a good day. He's like, you too. Walks away, walks back at the door and goes, might I say? And I was like, absolutely, say what you're going to say to me. Like, I need to know what you're going to say. He's like, you have a beautiful husky voice. There's so many words in this whole entire world, so many words. And he used beautiful. It was like, what the fuck, dude? No, <laughs> no, and then after that, he sees me every single day, and he goes, husky voice. And I'm like, stop doing that, dude. <laughs> he, like, lives on Valencia, and I see him all the time, and he just yells that at me. And I'm like, okay. like, <laughs> Thank you. Okay, goodbye. I got to go to work, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to go, I'm good I like, bye.
3: Riley, before you go, it's January 6th, not 16th. I only remember because January 6th is my birthday and my dad was too busy at the Capitol, so. Your next comedian, the very funny, Jared's friend Kane. Is Jared's friend Sandro here? How about Jared's friend Anthony? How about Johnny Knudsen? (laughs) Woo! (laughs)
2: <laughs>
6: All right, yeah. Pretty depressing. She was right. Um, yeah, people always ask me. They go, "Hey, do you have an accent?" You know, I'm like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "I'm like, no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm from the Bay Area." They're like, "No, nah, that's that's not it." What? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that'd be like if you're like eating a hamburger or something, and you know, someone's like, "Hey, are you eating a hamburger?" And you're like, "Yeah, I'm eating a hamburger." And they're like, "Prove it," you know. I don't know. Show me something. I was uh, I was thinking about sleep routines, you know, and I feel like my sleep routine is I just go from a really big screen to a really tiny screen, you know. Like I watch Netflix on my TV, and then I'm like, "Oh, it's all right. It's time to go on my computer." You know, and then I like read some opinions on my computer, and I'm like, all right, I th- I think I'd rather be on my phone now, you know. And then I like fired Netflix back up on my phone, and then and once my eyes just hurt, I'm like, all right, I, th- I think it's time to not be awake right now, you know. So I sort of just drift off, and then I'm un- unconscious for like 90 seconds, and then I wake up and I go, fuck, I gotta jack off, you know. <laughs> and then I go back up to the computer, <laughs> you know see what's going on there and sometimes you know maybe every couple you know every two weeks some will go all the way back to the TV you know so just oscillations here you know up and down up and down at night um, I don't think uh, if you're a dumb if you're like you're a dumb person in your friend group which is what I'm concerned about <laughs> I don't think you should use sarcasm around your friends because it might just reinforce it you know and might make you scared because like the other day I was uh I was like making tea with a friend, and I was like, you know, if you like stare at the boiling water, it'll boil faster. And he thought that I was being serious. <laughs> He's like, seriously? <laughs> so that was a uh, that's pretty awkward, you know, uh, when you realize that you're the dumbest one in, of all your friends. Um, was I was gonna say, yeah, I was dumb. I was a real dumb kid too, you know. And I feel like if you're a dumb kid, you're just like a dumb person, you know, because like if you were a smart kid and then you're a dumb adult. Something got gotcha you in life, you know? I don't know, like drugs or a snake bite. Maybe a little, like, molesty or something, you know? But something weird happened, you know? Um, I don't know. I didn't get molested, but I did love sex ed, you know? That was, like, my favorite, favorite class as a kid, you know? You guys remember that? Like, yeah. the greatest class ever, you know? I like sex ed because, like, you could say anything or you could ask any question, and, like, the teachers had to answer earnestly. You'd be like, hey... Mr. G, quick question. If I were to like chop my dick off and then shove it in my asshole, is that gay? And he'd, be, he'd have to respond. <laughs> he'd go, uh, well, uh, that's unfortunate that you asked that. That'd be a medical emergency first and foremost. And uh, it is gay. Yeah, if you're wondering. You know, No, I don't know. Um, what else do I got? Lady before me was <laughs> talking about working, uh, working at a bar, checking people's IDs. I gotta do the same thing, but like I'm a security guard, which is weird because I think I'm like setting the record for like the world's smallest security guard. The <laughs> like, thing I learned is they don't make extra small tees, so I just show up in like a black tea that's like swimming' almost like swimming in it, you know. And like, I, I literally tried to kick this guy out like two weeks ago. And he just looked at me and he's like, "Uh, I'm gonna stay." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, fuck," <laughs> <All right. laughs> you know. Look out of here. Uh, no, it can get really awkward, though, to be honest. Did you give me the horn already? I'm not sure if I'm hallucinating or not. All right. That's such a weird sound, you know? I feel like that's a sound that I hear, like, every time I come. you know? I don't know. Not in a good way, too, you know? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm sure you guys were thinking it was, like, a really good sound. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. What's up, man? <laughs> All right, I'm going to leave. Give it up for your host and, uh yeah, yourselves. Thanks, Anthony.
3: The baddest security guard in the Bay Area. Give it up for Johnny one more time. Up next, we have the director of Mutiny Radio's social media page. Give it up for Dakota Pierce. It's price like price is right,
7: bitch. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's all good. It's all good. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, yeah, it's like I feel like I'm fucking at an AA meeting. Like this just, <laughs> it's intense. No, I, uh, I, uh, I used to be addicted to methamphetamines from the ages of uh, yeah, the, from the ages of 16 to 19, I was heavily addicted to crystal meth. You know, riding the white lightning, dude. You know what I'm saying? And. Uh, uh, I quit cold turkey, you know, my brother, you know, said he uh, they wouldn't be my brother anymore if I continued doing meth, so I, I quit doing meth, and I, I tried going to N.A., and, and just hearing everybody talking about how awesome meth was, I was like, yeah, I can't do N.A., because I'm going to do a shit ton of meth. Uh, any of y'all got any meth? No, uh, so I'm, I'm almost six years sober on, uh, of methamphetamines, uh, but, uh, I say sober very lightly, I'm California sober, by that, I mean I smoke a shit ton of weed. I smoke so much weed. Like, if I, if I sweat on you, you're getting high. Like, no, I, I eat edibles uh, a lot. Uh, I sell weed, too, you know. It's just crazy because in 2018, I was arrested in the state of Texas for the possession of marijuana. And now I get to sell that shit legally, dog. Fire. My mom would be smiling up at me from hell right now, dude. Uh... <laughs> My mom loved weed. You know, uh, my whole relationship with weed is just awesome, you know? I love marijuana. Like, it's my favorite thing. Uh, comedy, you know, it's weed, then comedy, then my son. Uh, no <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I was, you know, my parents, they never told me not to do drugs. They just told me to wait till I was 18. Cool, I used to smoke weed with my mom all the time. Uh... I don't even know what I was coming up here to talk about. I'm, yeah, so anyway, uh, I'm sober off meth now. Uh, meth makes you do crazy shit, though. Like, it turns you into, like, a cockroach of a, a human being. Like, uh, you'd be doing some crazy shit. Okay, I'm going to tell you all a horrible story. This is a horrible, horrible story. So I'm from the south, right? The land of bumfuckery and crystal meth. Uh so you know you hang out with ho- weird sketchy people and uh, one of these people that have been hanging around a lot doing a lot of drugs with uh, i showed up at their house to pick them up knocked on the door okay they're come on they're not they're, 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 i know you're in there i can hear music what's going on cool knock on the door still nothing i'm out there for like 20 minutes fuck it i'm going in i go in i walk in oh he's having sex it's cool no big deal wait He's having sex with his sister. Oh, no, Jesus Christ. got to run out of there. Yeah, you know, you can't recover that. He tried to explain it to me. He's like, nah, man. Uh, nah, man, look. We only do it when we're high. You're high all the time, bro. Like, you're never not high. Whew. So I'm just saying, south South's a fucked up place. Don't go there. Just don't. Stay far away. Uh, Anyway. Back to weed. I love weed. Uh, so edibles. Uh, I take way more edibles than most most people fucking need. Like most people that come through my dispensary, they a little ten milligrams. Ten milligrams will get you right. You know, anybody in here experienced with edibles? You know, little 10, 10 millis would get you right, right? I start at like four fifty. Like that's like a it's like a like a good afternoon for me. And then I discovered uh, uh, th- right around 1,000 milligrams is what I like to call time travel doses. Yeah. Y'all know why I call them time travel doses? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> the year before I got arrested, it was, cri- it was cri- <laughs> around Christmas time. Uh, it was Christmas, actually. It was Christmas morning. It was 2017. It's 2017. I woke up. I ate two 400-milligram brownies just for breakfast on Christmas. So I was like, this is going to be great. Two 400 milligram brownies. And then my buddy showed up, and he was like, hey, man, I got these gummies, man. They're 100, 100 milligrams a piece. So I was like, you know what? Let's round up. Give me two. Ate them hoes, you know? How to to go? And then I was sitting there. I was like, guys, I got to go, uh, go meet my family later, open up Christmas presents and all this. So I'm rolling a joint, and I light the joint, and then I take a hit off of it, and then I open my eyes, and then I'm opening Christmas presents. I'm like, hey, where'd my joint go? Merry Christmas! Whoa, oh, opening presents. You know, I w- literally, I blinked and I, I came to, and I was an hour and forty-five minutes away, like, at my family home, opening Christmas presents. Time travel doses, thousand milligrams. If you just ever want, you just want to blank out like two or three hours of your life, thousand milligrams. You might go to hell for a little while in that. You know, uh, h- anybody here ever been way too fucked up on weed? Yeah. It's co- the, like the fear, like it gets you, it grips you, and like you know, uh, it's, I, I describe it like that feeling, like when you're doing something you're not supposed to, like jerking off, in your mom, like you hear mom's footsteps, you know, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like you're like jerking off in your room, and you hear like, you know, you're like, ah! kind of like that. It's kind of like that, but it's like that, but like constant. That's what it's like when you're over, <laughs> when you're too much THC, you're just fucking like, ah! uh, so. uh, <laughs> You'll know if I'm if we're hanging out and I'm too fucked up, right? You'll know, right? If we're smoking and I've just reached my limits because I'll look at you and I'll be like, uh, I got to go take a shit. And then I'm going to be gone for like 45 minutes. And just know that I'm sitting on the toilet, just I pants around my ankles with a trash can in my lap like,
2: uh,
7: I don't know which way it's coming. And then I fart once, take a sip of water, and I'm good. I'm good. I just had to talk to Jesus in my head the whole time, like, dude, I promise I won't do this shit again if you just let me sober up. I promise, Jesus. I promise I won't get this high. I promise, Jesus, I won't get this high again. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I just wanted to come up here and talk about weed and my butthole and weird stuff. Speaking of my butthole, uh, <laughs> uh, anybody here ever had a rectal exam? No. Uh okay uh so uh <laughs> i had uh, what's called hemorrhoids yeah uh it sucks and you know the way you find out you have hemorrhoids is you go to the doctor and you say doc my asshole's been hurting and he goes ah. all right put this gown on and then you got to go in this room you put a gown on and then you know you're laying there and then, wh- what's coming is y'all know what's coming a finger in the asshole but the doctor he came to me and he said hey there's some new nursing students and uh, they've never witnessed this procedure before and they need to witness this procedure for an exi- for a grade. I was like how many? He's like three. I was like okay, no problem. And then three of like the hottest nurses ever, like like ages like fucking 21 to like I don't it looked like they had like hot nurses school. Like 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 felt like I was being punked. And anyway, he says I need you to lay on your side. And pull your boxers down. I was like, okay. And then <laughs> puts the glove on, spreads my cheeks with two fingers, and then with the other hand, he says, lubricating gel. And then the sorry inserts all the way to the knuckle. Not only does he insert, he hooks the, t- the, the tip, and then he curls it around. He's like, hemorrhoid, 9 o'clock, and 3 o'clock. Sorry, and then pulls it out. Man. Anyway, that's the only way I can come now. Have a great night, everybody. mute you right now!
2: Just just
3: Dakota say. Price, drugs and anal orgasms, the two San Franciscan. Give it up for your next comedian, the very funny Carson. Clap, yay! <laughs>
8: You guys are all expecting more, so, you know, I can put you on a list with all my exes, I guess, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, let's see, today I got my first save the date, yeah, I'm, uh, one of my college friends getting married, and uh, it was odd, I was really excited, you know, I texted all of them, I'm like, holy shit, this is my first one, they're like, whoa, I got like four weddings this year alone, because apparently out of, when they got out of college, they got responsible friends, I didn't, I ended up working at a bar, so we're usually doing dumb shit, Um <laughs> Like, and by dumb shit, I mean just, like, you know when there's, like, certain people when you get around them and they just all rile each other up to do, like, the worst possible thing? That's pretty much us sitting around at the bar. And, like, one night, my buddy, he was, uh, he moved away, came back, and we got drinks. And I'm sitting with him and another friend, and they both were in relationships, and I'm very single. And uh, they were coming to me for relationship advice, which I thought was kind of fucked up, because they both they're both having issues. You know, and the reason why you shouldn't come to me for relationship advice is because I literally broke up with my last girlfriend because she was too nice to me. I'm like, I don't know what you guys expect like me to say other than the worst possible like scenario I can put you in. But I, I told him, I was like, man, sounds like you both got to be single. That, that was like, that was all I could tell him. They're like, are you sure we shouldn't talk about it? I was like, you should talk about breaking up. And I was like, we'll have a lot more fun that way. <laughs> No, but it was funny because one of them actually took my advice and uh, left and then drunkenly texted us saying, yeah, so I broke up with my boyfriend. We're like, why? She was like, well, you told me to. I was like, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Don't do do what I say. I say dumb shit all the time. I don't even remember saying that. I did. I just didn't want to take credit. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah. I'm like, well, that, that was pretty fast. I was like, did you even see him? She was like, no, I texted him. I was like, oh, that's fucking brutal. Like, did you word it right? She was like, no, nah, it's short text, you know, saying, hey, we're having issues. I want to break up. And I was like, you should sleep on this one. I tried telling you, you know, you should sleep on it. But that was the one time she didn't listen to me. So, uh, my buddy, she ends up getting back together with her boyfriend. Yay, I know. Happy ending, I guess. Um, the other friend ends up breaking up with his girlfriend. It was all good. All well and done, you know? Um, <clears throat> yeah man, it's funny. I uh, I ended up moving uh, back home after college. you know, I'm from the city. It was great. love it here. Um, I ended up working at a uh, Buena Vista that's a Irish coffee place and uh, really old and a lot of weird shit happens there man. I was uh, I was checking IDs like some of you. And um, I remember one time there was like a three week period where once a week like 50 Spaniards would come in on a like a Thursday. And, you know, down at Fishman's Worth, nothing is happening on a Thursday. It's just a bunch of people who want to go home, and we're trying to close up early. And then when you have 50 Spaniards coming in, it's kind of a bummer when only one person speaks Spanish. And none of them spoke English. And that person was me. I don't really even speak Spanish that well. I just learned in kitchens. So I don't even speak it like a Spaniard. I could have. I could have learned because my grandma is actually from Spain, but she refused to teach my mom Spanish. And I'm kind of really happy she didn't teach her that because I would have spoke Spanish like a Spaniard and I would have sounded like such a dick. Have you ever tried listening to like a Spaniard talk? It's they they lisp on purpose. I had a friend with a lisp and she doesn't have a lisp anymore because I bullied it out of her. (laughs) And some of my other friends thought that was mean. I said I saved her a lot of money in speech therapy. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, so they come in and they keep uh, you know, it, it was it was a fun time. They'd come in, they'd hype me up, um, they'd ask me questions about drinks. Uh like they asked me what Jaegermeister was. And uh they're just like, describe it. And I was like, I know like seven words. Don't make me describe Jaegermeister. So I tried. Um it turned into a game of charades where I just kind of uh mind killing myself in multiple ways. I was like, don't try it. And they're like, We're gonna. And then they all got like fifty shots of Jägermeister, and it was awful. It was really bad because I actually liked it, and I was like, "Now I gotta hate you guys." But no, yeah. So my grandma's from Spain. Um, it's pretty funny, you know, because uh, I didn't grow up with an immigrant parent, but my mom did. Like, uh, she came back one time from a picture day at school, and she didn't like how the pictures turned out. And she went to her mom. She was like, "Can you believe this?" And she to- and my grandma told her, "She's like, I don't know what you're mad about. That's what you look like." Yeah. She likes to uh she likes to go to her mom too. My mom uh, does. Uh she likes to go up to her mom whenever me and her get into arguments cuz she's just a pretty fair judge. Like one time I said some bad things about this country and my mom was like, "Oh, it's done so much for your family. Like your grandma came from nothing following a civil war and she was able to build a life here." And I was like, "This country put her in West Virginia." I don't know, man. Like, look, this—they call this the land of opportunity, but the only opportunity in West Virginia is to the opportunity to get meth. I'm like, you're not. There you go, and Mothman, and Methman. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean that stopped her in the tracks pretty quick. I actually got to call my uh, grandma the other day. Well, she called me um, because it was my birthday. She was calling me to say happy birthday, sing along and she called me while I was out with my friends and it was fantastic because I mean we all have had to talk to our grandparents on the phone it takes like hours right this call lasted like 45 seconds it was the greatest call I've ever had with any grandparent any relative ever because I think she forgot why she called me she like sang happy birthday and then was like all right I got nothing else and just hung up like sick man I oh know, man. People keep people keep complaining about Alzheimer's, but it worked out for me that night. <laughs> All right, thank you guys very much. Everybody
3: say happy birthday Carson. Up next, the very funny. I don't know anyone else's last name, so give it up for Harvey.
9: Yay! It's All right, cool. So not a lot of people can tell, but I'm actually bi, uh, racial. My dad's black and Jewish, and my mom's normal. <laughs> I said normal. If you thought white, you were the racist one, not me. You're racist, but you're not wrong. But y'all don't know me. I could have been half Chinese. It's like a billion Chinese people. Pretty normal to be Chinese. Um, but my dad is black and Jewish, though, which means I have mixed feelings on Kanye and some of the things he's been saying. For example, I think he should keep his anti-Semitism out of the news, maybe try it again on an album, or at least, like, incorporate it into a fashion line. You know, before Kanye, running shoes weren't cool. They weren't fashionable. If you wore running shoes with jeans, you were like a Mark Zuckerberg-y, socially unaware, other kind of burgie type person. But then Yeezys came around and Yeezys are cool. You know, now you can wear whatever you want with your running shoes. And uh, if Kanye can bring back running shoes, make them cool, I'm just saying maybe, let him speak, we play our cards right, we can get backstriped pajamas too. So, uh, you can tell my dad's black because he named me Harvey. Now Harvey's a really white name. Uh, but it's also a really black name. Or sorry, it's also a very old name, which uh, works out to a black name. Uh, the way it works is the uh, older a white name gets, the blacker it gets. A couple names are Reginald, Tremaine, Cornelius. These are a couple prime examples and prime suspects. Uh, and, you know, maybe the opposite is true, too. Maybe black names get wider with time as well. We just don't know yet because no one's been brave enough to name their little white baby Barack or Tupac or Aunt Jemima. Um, So there's a word for people like me the Q word. Not queer, we're still in the black thing. Uh, The Q word is quadroon, and that's a slur for someone who has one white parent and one mixed parent. And lately I've been trying to reclaim quadroon in the same way that the N-word's been reclaimed, you know, in like a positive light. So far, I've been called a Quigger, and uh, what I found out is that when no one knows a slur until you bring it up, it's a lot less like you're reclaiming the word and a lot more like you're reviving it. Um, So I think it's pretty disrespectful that uh, the symbol for Christianity is the cross. Jesus Christ died on the cross. And then we took the thing he died on top of and made it the symbol for his religion. You know, it's pretty disrespectful. We wouldn't do that to someone else. Like Martin Luther King. He died on a motel balcony. Can we make that the symbol for civil rights. That's what we're doing in Jesus.
3: One more time for Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. Do you ever use your N-word pass and just say it whenever you want? What? Do you use your N-word pass and use it whenever you want because you're black? Uh, you, you start there, then people start looking. All right. is uh, Are any of Jared's friends here? They all left. All right. Give it a, unless Jared's friends show up, give it up. Your next comedian, Dom
10: Sims.
2: What's
10: up, guys? going to do some totally fucking immature shit right here. I wish I can get this down, but I can't. So just start off with some light jokes. Uh, what's the difference between black people and white people? One's black and one's white. Uh oh, we got a moron. <laughs> um <laughs> why why is the ocean salty? Why is the ocean salty? Because the sky is bigger. Yes, yes. Jealousy. Fuck jealousy. What's the drag addict's favorite movie? Speed. Yes, yes. What do old television sets? I love his reaction. What do old television sets and women share in common? When they start acting up, you can usually go back to watching the game in peace after a good smack. Yes, yes. All right, so um, women put men on pedestals. You know, no one's in here. Knock it off, ladies. Knock it off. We're as dumb as dogs. Dumb is not really the right answer as much as simple. Uh, A furnished apartment to a guy is a beanbag chair and a television. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Ask the average guy what he's thinking, and the honest answer is nothing. Yeah. Uh, It's biblical, too. And Med said whatever um in the new testament man said oh <laughs> uh, yes ladies your guy is retarded <laughs> uh, when your guy gives you a retarded answer believe that shit <laughs> you know and um and not all guys are like this those other guys they're called gay yes they're more in tune with feelings and shit like that yes all right um And so I had a a joke about the Salesforce building, like, really, San Francisco, that's the fucking design you wanted to go for with the Salesforce building? Like, we get it, San Francisco, you love fucking penis. Guys, girls, everybody in between, we get it. You love fucking penis. Yeah, right? You know, but it would have been better if at the base of the building they would have built two globes that are identical in size and right next to each other and covered it with grass. You know, that would have been much more cooler than what we have now. One of the buildings could have been a visitor center or a super cool coffee shop, and the other one could have been the complete history of dildos. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, abso- absolutely. Uh, so, and I think uh, and I think you can see that big old wing from Vallejo, like all the way up in Vallejo, you know, that's pretty far. And I know for damn sure you can see it all up and down the East Bay shores, you know, and San Francisco, not everybody's obsessed with penis buildings, okay? It's like the rest of the bay is sitting in the living room watching a game, and in comes San Francisco with a Viagra boner, laughing like, ha, oh, ha, ha, look at my dick. <laughs> yeah, so that's it for the jokes, but I'll tell you guys a story. When I lived in Chicago, I'd never been there before I moved there, I just... Got up and tired of the fucking East Bay. I said, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I got the fuck out of there, moved to Chicago, never been there ever. Rented a car when I got to the airport, slept in my car in Lincoln Park, found a, a van somewhere, slept in that for a little while, Lincoln Park. And when you go to a new city for the very first time ever, it's very overwhelming. Everything is like, fuck, you know, you have to learn a whole bunch of stuff. So the entire day, the first day I'm there, I'm trying to learn where the streets are. I'm driving around avoiding potholes and all that other shit. I ended up eventually going to a Safeway out there, which is called Dominic's. It's the same exact shit. It's just called Dominic's. And so uh, it was next to projects. So there was a summertime, and I thought the bunch of girls hanging out in the front. I said, fuck it. This is what people do in the summertime, hang out in the front. So by the time I went shopping, I was exhausted, never been to this place in my life, trying to learn my way around, tiring. And I went through the grocery store line. It was a long line, and it took some time. And when I was leaving, I was like, fuck, I want some strawberries. So I'm going to steal these strawberries today. I promise I'll come back tomorrow, and I'll pay for them. All right? So I do that. I put it in my bag, and I walk out. When I walk out, I get about 10 feet away from the door. I hear, excuse me. We'll keep walking. Fuck that. I'm not going to stop. I know I stole something. I'm going to keep fucking walking. No. Hey, over there. So I turn around. Guess who it is? That's right, it's the 10 girls who were hanging outside in front of Safeway beforehand. One of them had to be a security guard. The rest of them are just hanging out with them, keeping them company. So long story short, uh, I just kept walking, and uh, a lot of them came over, and they rushed me like a pot of dolphins over to save somebody. And instead of saving somebody, they pretty much physically abused me. So, yeah, yeah, they, if they really wanted to, if they really wanted to that night, they could have fucked me up. So long story short, ladies and gentlemen, when you go to the Midwest, you'll get your ass beat. If you're not standing in the right fucking place and learn for yourself, learn for yourself. All right. That's all I have tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Mutiny radio.
3: All right, are any of Jared's friends here? Do you want to go on stage? Do you want to go on stage? Do you want to go, go on stage twice? Uh, Jared Cena, he's a fun little guy. He's a regular. He's been on the punchline. What? Uh, uh, yeah, everybody.
7: Uh, if you if you haven't if you, if you don't follow Mutiny Radio uh, on Instagram, you should. Mutiny Radio SF on Instagram. Uh, the whole video of tonight will be posted on there. And uh, yeah, super dope. anyway
11: give it a big shout out for Mutiny Radio. What?
3: Let's give a big round of applause to your board operator, Scotto. It's been a great help. Everyone get home safe and see you next week.
12: To drift down deeper and deeper, feeling more and more sleepy and tired with every word. wave of relaxation Drifting spreads down. down your neck and into your shoulders. Drifting down. Letting go of Drifting. any tightness or tension in the muscles there. Drifting down. You feel all the stresses and strains of the day begin to disappear. as this wave of relaxation continues down into your arms and all the way down to your fingertips and you may even feel a tingling sensation in your fingertips As your arms grow sleepy and tired And you become more aware Of a growing peaceful feeling inside A feeling of calmness and contentment this moment in time.
13: Thanks to Bill for his labor and love show. Thanks Pam for getting the dough. Thanks Mutiny for keeping it
2: alive.
12: This wave of relaxation to spread all the way down into your thigh muscles and down to your calves and all the way down to the tips of your toes So that every muscle in your legs, ankles and feet become loose and relaxed. So that you are completely relaxed from the top of your head to the tips of your
14: toes sure did treat me nice, I said Merry Christmas baby, sure
12: And as the outside world fades more and more into the background, you continue your journey into your inner world, to that unique and special part of you that only you can go to the unconscious part of yourself that is responsible for all the pleasant dreams you have and when you allow yourself to relax completely your unconscious mind becomes more open and receptive Happens, your unconscious mind does all the listening, and your conscious mind can go to sleep.
15: single self I had as leave not be as live to be in awe of such a thing as I myself
14: Your
2: heart
14: be light. Next year, all our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yule tide. next year all our troubles will be miles away once again as in olden days happy golden days of yours faithful friends who were dear to us will be near to us once more. Someday soon we all will be together if the fates allow Until then, we'll have to muddle through
2: somehow,
14: so
16: slay. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. It's Christmas time all over the world. And Christmas here at home. The church bells chime wherever we roam.
2: So try Noel.
16: To you. The snow is thick in most of the world And children's eyes are wide. As old Saint Nick gets ready to ride,
11: So Feliz Navidad and very cheap And
2: Happy New Year
16: To you Though the customs may change And the language is strange This appeal we feel is real In Holland all Christmas time all over the world, and places near and far. And so, my friends, wherever you are,
2: which means
11: a
16: Christmas time all over the world in places near and far and so my friends wherever you are
2: a thriller, up with my napkin
16: which means a very merry Christmas <laughs> ik <laughs> na Good
11: You diss while your family say I'm the best shit since fucking. Struck by an obstruction of turning something to nothing. From pushing to pushing, it's the ripping every function. Fucking it up, pumping it up, jumping the ducks, looking the hump, but in the trunk, pumping me up. Pumpin me yeah. Up or to the crack we going, 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 We got
16: to get down, Damn. right now. Get on up. <laughs> Shut this shit down, down, It's much more than black and blue. It's death and destruction. And how much does it cost? Burning up the roof, you're lying on the truth. You got die dying proof, you got a fool to do. So who the hell is you to tell them what to do? I'm not backing a bit of watch you have a fit.
11: Hot gossip I hear you talking loud Can you hear me now? Can't hear you now You try to sell us out What is that about? You try to blow us up Government, what's up? What's up? What's up? up? Riding people down the dust Got your trust You say do my bust. So we gotta fuss Hot gossip We ain't gotta sip You ain't gonna trip What you
16: coming with? What you coming with. I got the blues alright. I feel so bad. Bam. People, we gotta
10: get all up. We gotta get up and shut this down. Base. Cause it ain't right.
1: And I know I know when they wrong, they wrong that there's something better out there.
16: Tell them in the song. Cause maybe i